So good morning, everybody. I hope that you're beginning to uh, feel a little more uh, settled and uh, landing into the space here. So just checking if this is okay as a, a volume for the people at the back. Can you can you hear all right? It's okay. I'm just gonna do an experiment with the position of the mic. Okay, how's this now? Still too loud. No? Good. Okay. <laughs> It's very difficult to find perfection for for everyone, but you know when if you really find that you can't hear or it's not working for you please please let us know and we're all just getting used to these to the headsets as well so um at these nine o'clock sits in the morning, we'll usually offer some or we will be offering some instruction and some orientation for the day's practice and also uh, an opportunity for a few questions. So that will be this sitting. So this is kind of one of those sits in the day where it's really uh, helpful if everybody can be here. And today I just want to begin offering some some tips and suggestions, a bit of orientation for our practice today. And we'll be refining the instructions as we go through the retreat. So I know that some of you have a, a lot of practice experience, some of you less. And um, please just um, you know, take what's useful from the suggestions offered, play with it, uh, see what happens. But um, if you have an established way of practicing of your own, you don't have to drop that and do everything I say. So this morning, then the, being the first day of the retreat, really wanting to focus on the, the first part of our title, this journeying into presence. Um, if peace and gratitude arise, then please savour them, dwell in them, enjoy them. You know? But we're not trying to... Uh, it's, it's usually counterproductive if we, if we try to force peace to manifest itself when the mind isn't ready for it, you know. But then hopefully what we can do in the, in, in the course of our practice today and in the coming days is to establish the conditions in which peace arises of its own accord or we attune to that. And similarly with gratitude, um, you know, we don't want to go around forcing ourselves to be grateful, although we can have a, an orientation in that direction. But you might notice, I, I really noticed this sense of as we were walking out of the meditation before breakfast, of, oh, I'm at Spirit Rock, how amazing. And just these, these moments that arise, really let yourself have them, enjoy them, let them nourish your practice. Okay. So probably there's still some momentum in the mind happening from arriving concerns that you came with of, uh, still feeling your way into the retreat how's this all going to be uh, usually our minds at this stage are still quite busy so really encouraging you to be very patient with with the busyness of your mind and whatever's with you to allow that time to settle so one of the images that I find very helpful 
for this practice is, you know, those um, snow globes that we get particularly around Christmas time that maybe have a scene or a figure in them and you shake it up and, and the whole thing gets filled with snow. And if you want to see what's inside the globe, you know, if you keep turning it this way and that to try to see what's inside it, you keep stirring up the snow and you can't see anything. But actually, if we put it down, the snow settles by itself and then we see clearly what's inside it. And the mind uh, works in the same way. So this summer I was uh, teaching a retreat in the south of France and we were all sleeping in tents and it was very, very hot and there were a lot of wasps around. And the wasps used to fly into the tents, get stuck inside the tents and we would be buzzing frantically against the inside of the tent and the door of the tent was open. But they were so busy kind of hammering themselves against their particular corner of tent that they couldn't feel where the current of air was coming from and where the exit was. And to me, that's also a really beautiful metaphor for the way our minds behave. So if, we, if we can learn to stop thrashing around to become still, we can begin to feel our way into, into freedom. So to support us in doing this, we really want to encourage the the use of what's known as the first foundation of mindfulness, awareness, mindfulness of the body, um, particularly at this stage of the retreat. Uh, A friend in South Africa who studied lots of the native languages there said to me that there's there's a certain tribe where they have a saying that I'm going to go and listen to my bones if a person wants to go and spend some quiet time with themselves, so I'm going off to listen to my bones. So uh, can we listen to our bones? So directing our awareness today to the field of body sensation, really receiving the sensations that manifest in the body, and within the field of body sensations, there's the, the field of body sensations that we call breathing. And really inviting us to explore that and to learn to make friends with that, rest our attention there. So the body is our resource and our ally in this journey into presence. The body is made up of the earth element and it rests on the earth. And I find this uh, also the sense of contact uh, with the earth and the support of the earth is a really um, important resource in, in this coming into presence. When we, you know, we talk about earthing ourselves or grounding ourselves as a way of really settling stabilizing, dropping out of the activity of our mind, to really allow that the ground here, that the earth that we rest upon can support you, can hold you, can hold your practice, can hold all the things that we're carrying. So we do need a little uh, intention to be present, an intention to actually shed things, to put things down. Ajahn, Ajahn Brahm, I think it is, uses an image of carrying 
uh, one of those, like in, in Asia, those poles where you carry a load on each end of the pole across your shoulders. And often we're going around like we have a big heavy heavy bag on one end of the pole labelled past and a big heavy bag labelled future and we're carrying them all around with us all the time. Uh, what we have the possibility to do here is to actually lift that off and put that down. We don't have to get rid of our personal past or our personal future of any of that, but can you put that down on the ground beside you? Just let the earth hold you, hold this breathing body and hold whatever it is that you're carrying with you. And letting the earth... Uh, carry us, letting the earth breathe for us. So when we rest our attention with the breath, the sense that uh, we can be breathed. The earth, as Thich Nhat Hanh says, the earth knows how to breathe. Let the earth breathe through you. Let the breath breathe through you. We don't need to, when we're attending to the breath, to control it any, in any way. We can just allow it to happen. And this allowing this also supports the settling of the mind. particularly uh, in the beginning of retreat or when my mind is busy, I personally find it very helpful to cultivate the sense of a low center of gravity. So really using this, this sense of the connection with the earth to actually uh, almost shift the center of gravity from my head where it so often finds itself uh, down into the touch of my feet on the floor. The, the sense of my the weight of my body resting through the sit bones on the seat, whether I'm on the chair or the cushion, to really attend particularly to these areas of the body, which usually are, are fairly untroubled. You know, we can have maybe a lot a lot going on in our emotionally in our solar plexus or whatever, but the feet themselves usually they're pretty cool. They're okay. Uh, Likewise, the hands, where they're resting on your legs or in your lap. And also, sometimes I, I like to play with, you know, we all have different ways of experiencing the breath. And I'm not going to suggest that there's a particular right way to be with your breath or right place in the body to experience it. So, you know, maybe it's for you, the resting place for your attention is the belly or the chest or the, the nostrils. One uh, way of being with the breath that I find helpful for settling is to actually play with the, the feeling that the breath could be arising from the ground upwards. So the breath is rising through the base of my body and sinking. So, you know, we, we talk about rising and falling of the abdomen, but what if the breath actually could rise from the earth underneath you and sink back into the earth? You don't necessarily have to feel with this. It may not, it may not speak to you, but if that helps as a perception, I find that quite useful to cultivate. And it brings me in touch with the, the vertical dimension. So as you're sitting, also using your posture to really uh, sense yourself in touch with the vertical dimension, the connecting of earth and sky through this body, and that resting back into, into that field. Because so often we're in this kind of forward momentum from the past and into the future. So just letting the way you sit be a reminder to uh, stop and settle into presence. 
So resting your attention where it feels natural, most natural and easy with the body and the breath. And the mind will, of course, you know, wander away from this, do its thing. So really um, bringing a, a, both a, a patient persistence to the task of keeping reorienting ourselves, keeping gathering ourselves in the present, and um, a firm, firmness and, a, and a, um, also a lightness and a playfulness to this. So we find ourselves kind of hopped onto one of these thought buses or thought trains um, we come off again by just returning to this, listening to our bones, listening to the body. And, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like we feel that we've got to think, finish all our thoughts because otherwise we'll somehow be stupid or we'll miss something. But actually in, in having the courage to drop our thoughts, sometimes it, it enables us to reconnect with our intuitive wisdom, letting the, the fullness of the the present moment re-emerge and tuning into the silence that's underneath that. So there's a direct knowing of our experience that it, the moment is like this. So there's a, a what of pay, what of where we place our attention, you know, inviting us to you know, keep our attention in the present using the body and the breath. And then there's also a how we place our attention. And I've been reflecting a lot recently around the, you know, we use this expression, paying attention, especially at school and things, pay attention. And actually, yeah, attention is something that we, we give and we receive, isn't it? How good is it? How good does it feel to be given the gift of somebody's attention? And how good is it to give ourselves the gift of our own attention? So we could also say that we are blessing the moment with awareness. And a metaphor that I like to use, or an area of exploration also that I like, is, is to consider the hands. And just feeling just now what your hands are doing, wherever they happen to be resting. You know, we can just have our hands kind of somewhere because they're out of the way so that we can get on with our meditation or we can actually feel the sensitivity in our hands. And our hands can be a source of support, of strength, of reassurance. Also, a sen sensitivity, tenderness, care. There's so much that we communicate to ourselves with the touch of our hands. So you can bring some awareness to this and notice how that also translates into the way that we approach our experience with our mind. You know, inviting you to um, find a correspondence there if that's helpful between the way that you uh, touch your experience with awareness touch your body or your hands with your hands and we, whenever we touch we also receive touch back we, we bless the moment with awareness we're blessed back with awareness Okay, I think that's probably enough for now. So just, I think most of you look like you pretty much know what you're doing in terms of your sitting posture. Um, we'll be 
available to troubleshoot if you find yourself um, struggling with questions around posture. But just a reminder that it's really good to sit in a way where you have a very stable base. So feet flat on the floor if you're on a chair, just finding a, a balance and support. We've got wonderful resources of cushions and stools and benches to make sure that if you're sitting cross-legged your knees are supported if they don't come to the ground really helpful to have your hips pelvis higher than your knees in terms of the stability letting your back be upright self-supporting if that's okay for you or certainly supported to be in an upright position so again the body is suggesting a sense of stability presence ease openness spaciousness Okay, so have a little readjustment if you need one and I'll guide us into some meditation together. So just as you begin the meditation, inviting you not to be in, in too much of a hurry to kind of get somewhere but just to allow yourself to begin by really taking stock of your surroundings and this could be with your eyes open even or your eyes closed and just but being aware of the space in which you're sitting the people around you being aware of the thoughts or the feelings that are present a real sense of allowing, welcoming, acknowledging the fullness of this moment just as it is. What's here right now? You can notice also if you have expectations about your practice or an agenda which is fine, but you can just see that that's a thought that's present with you right now. That might change. And you can hold that, but also allow the possibility of something different to emerge. And then just when you feel ready, beginning to gather the attention by letting awareness come to rest on the sense of your body sitting here. In the sense that attention could rest on the body in the same way that the body rests on the earth. Feeling the 
places of contact with the ground beneath you, the support of that. Of firmness, pressure, touch. Hardness and softness. receiving the sensations of the body, the sensations of your breath.
Just noticing where your attention is right now and if necessary, just beginning again, allowing the breath, the body to re-emerge at the center of awareness. Letting this breath soothe, nourish, refresh. There's a lot of sleepiness and maybe allowing a deeper in-breath and a fuller exhalation, maybe letting the eyes open. Remembering and coming home to presence.
Thank you for your practice. Please have a stretch and a wiggle if you need one. You're welcome to stand up and stretch your legs if the body's beginning to want that. When you're ready, if I can have your attention again, please. (coughs) So we'll um, fairly soon have some time for walking meditation. Just like to offer a few reminders about walking meditation and then uh, a few minutes for any questions if questions are arising already so um, just to to say that the walking meditation really is a continuation of the practice that we've just been doing uh, inviting you to continue to attend to this body uh, this breathing body letting that be the the um, resting place for your awareness a place to come home to and then just taking that into movement. And walking meditation, of course, is a very good bridge between our sitting practice and ordinary life. But also in and of itself, it's a very uh, beneficial practice. One of the four postures uh, traditionally um, advocated by the Buddha. And it helps to balance the energy. Uh, It supports your sitting practice, just as your sitting practice supports the walking practice. And I know that we have, you know, some of us have a very strong preference for the one or the other. So it can be tempting to, you know, just kind of do the one and maybe, you know, skip out to the tea urn at the first walking meditation. Really encourage you to give as much attention to the walking as you do to the sitting and so this is different from going for a walk and of course at times it's good to make the choice to go for a walk but when we're doing walking meditation our practice is to just choose one place in which to walk to and fro usually about 15 to 25 or 30 paces depending on how much space is available make that your your path and then to um, just, in a, a gentle, unhurried way, uh, walk from one end of the path to the other. So some people like to walk very slowly as a support for their mindfulness. Some people like to walk at a more natural pace. And I leave that to you to feel out what supports you in being embodied and present. And to use the movement of your walking uh, So sometimes I like to use the soles of the touch of the soles of my feet on the ground as a place to rest attention, especially when I, again, when I'm in this stage of really wanting to keep a low center of gravity, can be really good to just attend to the placing and the lifting, the contact, the touch of the soles of the feet on the ground, or maybe more to the sense of the movement of your legs, the whole body walking. 
but this really with a, um, a feeling that each step is an arriving into presence. You know, we're walking not to get somewhere. We're, we're stepping with each step into presence. We're blessing again the moment with our awareness. You can also have the sense of blessing the earth with the soles of your feet it can be a very beautiful thing to do. Yeah, and feel the blessing of the earth coming back in response. The great thing about having a walking path rather than going for the walk is that we get to the end of it. So there's a moment where naturally we're invited to stop, to pause, to gather ourselves again. So I usually like to stand for a breath or two, really just feel my body standing and let this be a reminder to come back if the mind has gone off somewhere else to recollect myself, regather myself in presence. And of course, we've got these really beautiful surroundings outside to walk in. There's also plenty of room inside if you find being walking inside is more helpful to you or phys- physically feels, feels better for you at the moment. But when we're outside, we have a, a lot of beautiful sights, sounds and so forth around us. So really, um, we don't have to shut all that out in order to be mindful I like to think of the, our, our reference points of the breath or the body. It's, it's something that we use to keep ourselves centered rather than what we use to exclude the rest of our experience. So, um, you know, allow the sights, the sounds to come to you. You don't have to go out looking for them and, uh, you know, turning on your inner botanist or whatever your, your thing is, planning your next photograph or picture, but just really allowing yourself again to savour the input of the senses while staying grounded in this body, this breath, this rootedness, as I said, this vertical dimension. And if peace and gratitude arise, lovely. If lots of other things arise, that's fine too. Just really allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. You know, whatever confusion, irritation, frustration, impatience, boredom, or whatever arises today. Just also allowing that. Trusting that awareness is a space which can hold all of this. So... Uh, Are there any questions about the walking meditation or your practice this morning or anything that's been said so far? Good. (laughs) So there's just one announcement then. Um, which is to a reminder from the retreat managers to please check the notice board, the furthest notice board, just by the doors when you come in um, where the retreats for yogis are posted because occasionally they need to communicate with you and it's really helpful if people see and pick up their notes. So just a request to do that. And please uh, enjoy your walking can imagine that the walking practice starts now or starts the moment that the the intention arises in your mind to stand up and start making your way outside. So let's see if we can cultivate a kind of seamlessness to our practice today, a seamlessness and an unhurriedness. And then there'll be a bell in about 45 minutes to call us back for the next sitting. 
enjoy.